Hi, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Katie and Beth, PAs and doctors of medical science on a mission to help you get accepted into PA school. So if you are a pre-PA, you are in the right place. We have spent years working at PA programs and on the admissions committee at PA schools, which means we were the ones reviewing CASPA apps and deciding who to interview, interviewing and deciding who to accept. So get ready for some solid advice and mentoring to help you get into PA school. Before we get started, we want to tell you a little bit about our background and why we started this. During our years working at PA schools, we saw so many applicants that made mistakes on their CASPA apps and in their interviews that cost them a seat or an entire cycle, if not several cycles. We don't want this to be you. There is so much noise out there about how to apply to PA school, and we saw so many candidates take bad advice and because of this, missed out on starting PA school. Beth and I hated seeing this, so we started Pre-PA Clinic and this podcast. Now, between our application to acceptance course, private coaching packages, CASPA app editing, and everything in between, we get to make sure you are the most competitive, strongest candidate so you can start your dream career. The PA profession needs you and your future patients need you, so let's go and get into today's episode. So today, I want to go all the way back to the beginning and really take a deep dive into PA school admissions. So for those of you who are unsure about the admission process, maybe you're new to the PA world, maybe you just decided to be a PA, maybe you're a freshman entering college, or maybe you're a senior who've already graduated and just realized that the PA career is right for you. There's not a lot of information on how to start the PA admission process. You hear about CASPA, you hear about PCE, HCE, shadowing, etc., and people tend to get really, really overwhelmed so again, this is just going to be an overview of the PA admission process and how that works. So the thing that makes the PA admission process so hard is the fact that every single school is different. So every single school has different prereqs, they have different due dates, they have different start dates. So unlike most colleges where typically you have a fall and then a spring semester, PA schools usually go year round. And they don't always start in the fall. So for example, my PA school started in January. Katie's PA school started in October. So they don't always fall into this typical fall, spring, semester type that we see with a lot of undergrads. So just keep that in mind. Your PA school might start in May. It might start in the fall. It might start in the winter. They all have different start dates based on their curriculum and how they run their program. So programs are a little bit different. Program lengths are also a little bit different. Most PA schools are around 27 months, but there's some that are up to three years and there's some that are fast-tracked to only 24 months. So it really just depends on the PA school that you apply to. So most PA schools use CASPA. And what CASPA is, CASPA is a centralized application service for PAs. So basically you can put all your information into CASPA, you can send your scores, your transcripts, all these things into CASPA, and then you choose what schools you want CASPA to send it to and they send it out to all your schools. So you only have to fill out one application and yet you can send it to multiple schools. So if you hear CASPA or you hear us talking about the CASPA application process, that's just what it means. And it's really nice for PA students because you don't have to send multiple things to multiple different programs. Now, do be aware there are a handful of programs that don't use CASPA that have their own type of admission process, and this will be listed on their website. So if they don't use CASPA, they will list how you apply to their school. But again, the vast majority of schools do use CASPA. So what sort of things do you put in CASPA? Well, in CASPA, you have, of course, all your basic demographic information, where you lived, where you graduated from, what classes you took, etc. So you need to put your entire academic history into CASPA. 
If you take any of the standardized tests, you need to put those into CASPA. You have letters of recommendation that you put into CASPA. You have patient care experience and healthcare experience. You can put your extracurriculars into CASPA. You can put all your certifications into CASPA. So again, there are a lot of things in CASPA. There are a lot of moving parts and it can take a long time to fill out, but it's all in one platform, which is really, really nice. So when you're thinking about applying to PA school, you can go onto CASPA and make an online login. It's totally free. You just have to put your email address, a password, just like you do anything else, and you can go look around CASPA and see the different aspects of CASPA. Again, even if you're not gonna apply till next year or the next year after, you can still make your free login and go in, look around, and just get an idea of the CASPA process. So for PA school, you don't have to have a specific major in order to apply to PA school. So a few years ago, all PA schools were required to be master's level programs. That means there are no more bachelor PA programs out there. Most of the programs require you to already have your undergraduate degree, although there are a few dual degree programs that accept incoming freshmen and they get their bachelor of science at the same time they get their master's of science. So everybody now has to have a master's of science to become a physician assistant. They grandfathered in all the older PAs, but now it is a master's program. So again, most programs require you to already have your bachelor's degree, but they do not specify what subject the degree can be in. We have accepted students who have a degree in dance or engineering or teachers. We've accepted students with different backgrounds in music, in chemistry, in neuroscience, etc. You don't have to have a specific degree in order to apply to PA school, but you do have to take specific prereqs. And this is where it gets really kind of confusing because Every school has a different set of prereq classes in order to get a PA school. So if you're unsure about exactly where you wanna to go to PA school, it can be tough to know what classes to take. Our bottom line is the more science classes you take, the more prepared you're going to be for PA school. So never feel like you took too many classes or you wasted time taking things like genetics if it wasn't required because it's only gonna help you in PA school. So a good rule of thumb is most PA programs require some kind of anatomy and physiology and most of them require it to be human anatomy and physiology. Most programs also require labs with these courses. So anytime you take a science course, we recommend you take a lab with it if it's available. That way you can meet the prereqs for a lot of schools. So again, most schools require around four hours of anatomy and four hours of physiology. And to be honest, you're gonna want this before PA school anyways, because it will really help you become successful in PA school. Most PA schools also want a year of basic biology and a year of basic chemistry. So sometimes it's called general chemistry, sometimes it's called chemistry 101. There are different names in the programs, depending on what school you went to for undergrad, but most schools want a sequence of basic biology, basic chemistry. A lot of schools also want some upper level science classes. Some require organic chemistry, for example, while some require biochemistry. A lot require things like genetics or cell bio or microbio, et cetera. So again, taking upper level biology classes, chemistry classes, et cetera, is only going to help. There are a handful of schools that also require things like statistics, right? Because in PA school, you will have to do some kind of master project. You will have to learn about epidemiology. You will have to learn about research, how to read studies, etc. So having a background in statistics helps. Other requirements might include medical terminology, psychology, immunology, and classes such as that. Some schools even require specific English classes in order to apply to their PA program. So again, you have to make sure that you take a wide variety of science classes, no matter what your major is. And as you get closer to actually deciding to apply to PA school, you need to make sure that you take the prereqs that are specific to the programs you're interested in. 
Again, taking upper level science classes is always going to look good because it makes us think that you're prepared for PA school. So even if genetics, for example, isn't required, we do recommend you take those type of classes because they can help you in PA school. All right, moving on from classes, another thing that's also required are letters of recommendation. So you can have up to five, but CASPA itself requires you to at least have three. So you need to make sure that you have three letters of recommendation. And letters of recommendation on CASPA are actually sent virtually. So what you do is you log in and you give the email address and the name and the title of the person you're requesting and CASPA will actually send them a link. This is to keep it secure because they send the link to their email address. They can click on it, they can sign in, and then they can write or upload their letter. So CASPA does require, at this time, three letters of recommendation. Another thing CASPA requires is testing. Now there are three different standardized tests that PA schools use. So again, make sure you know what tests you have to take in order to apply to PA school. This is gonna depend on which PA schools you want to apply to. So the GRE is the first one, and that's your typical graduate record exam that is taken by students all over the country for multiple majors. That's not a PA specific exam. That focuses on English, it focuses on math, writing, your critical thinking skills, etc. So about half the programs roughly at this time require the GRE. The other test that might be required is the CASPER test. Now the CASPER test is a situational judgment test and it's a test unlike any other test you've probably ever taken. It's not a knowledge-based test, it's more of a test of your judgment, your communication, your ethics, and those type of quote-unquote soft skills that are needed to make an amazing provider. The third test that you might have to take is the PACAT test. And I think of this as the PA version of the MCATs, which you've probably heard of, that medical students take. So the PACAT test is a test that is very science-based. It is a questions about anatomy, about physiology, about microbiology, etc. And so it really shows your foundational science knowledge. So all these tests are different. Some programs require no testing, some require one, some require two. And again, these requirements can change from year to year. So make sure that you keep up to date with the programs that you're interested in applying to. Now the CASPA cycle itself is a little bit interesting. So CASPA opens every year at the end of April. So that's when the new cycle happens. So it opens the end of April. For example, this year it opened April 28th and it runs for about 50 weeks. So that means sometime about mid-April, it actually closes down for two weeks and it rolls over to the next cycle. So that sometimes confuses students who are just getting into the PA process because CASPA is not open all the time and it does roll over to the next cycle in the middle of April. Now with that being said, CASPA is open for 50 weeks, but that doesn't mean that your school is. So schools can choose when their CASPA due dates are. So they can choose when they want students to have their CASPA application submitted by, and this really just depends on the start date of the program. For example, some programs might say we have a due date of November 1st, so even though CASPA is still open past November 1st, you have to apply to that school by November 1st because that's when their cutoff deadline is. So again, you need to make sure you figure out what the cutoff deadline is. Some schools' deadlines might not be until the next February. So you really need to make sure that you know those deadlines because once those deadlines have passed, CASPA will not allow you to apply to those programs. Another thing you can put in CASPA is you can put your healthcare experience, you can put your patient care experience, 
all the certifications, like if you're BLS certified, if you're certified phlebotomist, CNA, etc., all those experiences go into CASPA. You'll also have a chance to put any awards or certificates that you've received, any honor rolls, mentions, any publications. It really is a huge, huge application and you can really make yourself shine by being able to put all those things in. Now, once you submit your CASPA application, it goes to the schools and then the schools review it and then they decide who they're gonna invite for an interview. So your CASPA application is really important because it's your resume. You are applying for the job of PA student at their school and this is what they see as a first glance is your resume. So when they look at your resume, they decide, hey, yes, we wanna interview this candidate and they'll contact you for an interview. So you can't get into PA school without the interview and you can't get the interview without the CASPA application. So it's really, really important that you take this seriously, take it very professionally and just do the best you can to make yourself shine, to put your best foot forward because it's really, really important when applying to PA school. So the last thing I'm gonna talk about today about applying to PA school is something that you probably heard of if you've researched the PA application process at all, and that is your personal statement. So your personal statement is a personal essay about why you want to be a PA. And this is attached to your CASPA application. Every school gets this, every school reads this, and it can be a really big strength in your application if you do it right. So basically you have 5,000 characters to write about, your path to finding the PA profession, why it's right for you, give some evidence, give some background, etc. I will say the personal statement is usually the hardest part of the CASP application for most people. Other things like typing in all your grades and all your semesters and schools, etc., can take a long time, but it doesn't take a whole lot of thought, right? It just takes time and energy. But your personal statement takes a lot of thought. You really have to think about why you want to go to PA school. You're limited on the number of characters you can say, so you can't put everything in there. And it has to be really passionate. It has to be really unique and it has to make you stand out from the crowd. So personal statement is usually the one thing that really tricks students up and they're unsure what to say and they delay and delay and delay until that, oops, I didn't make the school deadline this year. I guess I'll have to apply next year. So really, really start thinking about why you wanna be a PA. If you're going to apply to PA school this year, next year, in the future, just really start thinking about this. And we advise to get this started as early as possible. So if you're applying next cycle, there's no reason why you can't start brainstorming for this now and getting things ready. So this is just a quick overview of the PA application process for people who are unsure, people who are new, people who just wanna make sure that they are on the right track. So we hope this helped you. Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off. We are so happy to connect with you and share our passion of the PA profession. Don't forget to go to the show notes and join our super fun Pacers membership so you can start making your CASPA application more competitive today with virtual shadowing hours, coaching sessions with us, and so much more. Also in the show notes, we have a free download, an Excel PA school record keeper that mimics CASPA format, meaning you keep all of your shadowing hours, patient care experiences, volunteer information, awards you have received, leadership roles, and the loads of other information you need to apply to PA school in one place. So you can copy paste into CASPA when you go to apply. Get it in the show notes. Have a great day and we will see you at the next episode. Keep up the awesome work.